The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. And welcome to Spiritual Undirection, a podcast about life's most important questions. I am fresh from the womb of 2020 Bible teacher Christopher Seals. And I am John Bennett, proud Furby owner and um, now subservient to the said Furby. (laughs) And I'm Wayne Randolph, the snuggly, bundled up and warm pastor. (sighs) Wayne, you're wearing a smile. What's going on? Oh, dude, I am not only snuggly and warm, but uh, Chris, I am contemplating uh, watching Queen's Gambit uh, for the second time before it is uh, it leaves Netflix, man. That's an X-Men I love movie, it. right? It's totally not an X-Men movie, Chris. But Gambit, wasn't he the, uh, the New Orleans... Uh, the, the card thrower? The card thrower with the kinetic energy. He was, he was, he was. But the Queen's Gambit is about a... Um, is it okay to call her like a, almost like a savant? Like, is that okay? But is what? she's this Does genius... It, isn't savant just like French for genius? Or a real smart person? Oh, maybe. I, I just didn't know if there was like any sort of like negative like connotation with that. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, she she's like a like a genius chess player, man. I mean, she might be doing some X Men stuff on the side. I mean, it's a mm. limited series, Chris. I, I mean, I don't I don't know everything. I don't know the full gambit of her life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, got him. Language in. That was good. I do think, um, I feel like Gambit the X-Man would be a lot more interesting, one, if he was female, um, and two, if he threw chess pieces instead of playing cards. Because have you ever tried to throw a playing card? Yes. It's pretty awful, right? I'm not as good as anybody that I see doing it on television. Mm-hmm. But you've seen people like cut things off with them, though. Like, you can't really yes. cut something off with a chess piece. Yeah, that's you true. could cause a you can bludgeon something with a with a chess piece though. Heck yeah! Like imagine uh, imagine a kinetically charged marble king um, that you threw at someone's head, and I feel like your accuracy would increase wildly. Dang! I just really like the television show. Now we're talking about like throwing chess pieces at people, bro. This is this really took a violent turn, Chris. What's going on in your life, bud? Well, I'm just thinking <laughs> if she's like this savant, then. Um, then not only should she be able to like face her own life um, circumstances, but maybe she could save the world. I, I haven't watched the show, so I'm Got pretty it. sure I'm Got far it. off. That's yes. okay. That's okay. And I, and I think throwing chess pieces would probably work in today's age, going against you know um, ballistic missiles, uh, nuclear mm. weapons. She could save the world with with chess pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. that's accurate. Yeah, she's woke. She, as long as she could fly. Oh, <laughs> well, not on not on Netflix, buddy. Oh, wow. I do do encourage you to watch it, though. It's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Duly noted. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll do that after I look through my queue that I currently have going, which mostly consists of, well, lately, I know that we're a little behind the game, but like Christmas movies, um, Spookly the Square Pumpkin, um, he had one about, it was originally a Halloween movie, but then they were... Um, did a Christmas thing where there's Were you the gonna Christmas say then they resurrected him? 
Well, <laughs> you were careful not to say that about a pumpkin, huh, Chris? Didn't want to get zapped, did you, buddy? Uh, well, but you do bring up a valid point because any pumpkin that survives through Halloween um, and makes it to Christmas has to have some sort of miraculous resurrection. Yeah. Um, what a great pumpkin. It, what a what a great pumpkin. That's it's funny because like the end goal of the first movie is for this pumpkin to make it onto the porch of the farmer, like and to be selected, which I'm like, um, but kids, you know what we do to these pumpkins, right? We we stab them and eviscerate them. Um That's so that fantastic, dis- Chris. <laughs> so that we can display them on our porch and light their insides on fire. Um display their carcasses. It makes me think of like I loved the movie Babe uh when I was a tad bit younger. And I loved that that little creature, and he was so cute. But can you imagine if the whole movie was him, like just begging to be like the the suckling pig at the dinner table? That'd be fantastic. Yes. I probably wouldn't want to watch it again, but I'm just saying. <laughs> can I please be your bacon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Are you aching? Yep. 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 <laughs> Could you imagine if we were the, like, we were someone else's pumpkins? Like, we were harvested and then placed on someone's, like, doorstep, and then they put, oh. like, a little candle inside of us? I think of this that, because for, for Christmas, my youngest daughter got a pelican toy, which is really cute because you hang it on a chair and you put toys into its mouth. Um, but then, it, like, it always feels wrong because to get the toys out, it has a hole in its stomach. And, like, watching my a eight month old reach her hand into a pelican stomach and pull out <laughs> a crab or a shrimp or a block or whatever. Um, but, it's, but it's pretty appropriate though, because you're pulling out plastic from a pelican. That's oh, probably wow. pretty real life. Yeah. That's, that's too real, John. Too real. <laughs> yeah. We're not Dang, supposed to be yeah. serious on this podcast. Ooh, I'm sorry. Good Dang, bro. Dang. No. No. Okay. Next yeah. you're going to want to give it Alka-Seltzer. I guess. <laughs> At this point, we probably should just start with the podcast now. Yeah. Um, so bring it, bring it. We uh, we Knock pull questions. <laughs> <laughs> we pull questions from online questioners and life experiences. Um, if you have a question for us, you can tweet using the hashtag Spiritual Undirection. No one's ever done that before, so maybe I should stop saying that. Um, or you can also send us a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. We're also on Instagram and all of the other things. So just send us questions. Um, I guess you could also text us if you have our phone number, which I'm not going to... Actually, yeah, Wayne's phone number is... is... 555-J-Sanders. <laughs> what? <sighs> well, I, I did write down um, Wayne, yours, and Chris's uh, cell phone numbers. When I drove to Cincinnati over um, break from Massachusetts, every single place we stopped, I wrote, got questions, spiritual direction, then I wrote your cell phone number, so... Awesome. Uh, you might get some truck awesome. drivers. You're going to be calling you all. Uh, did, you, did you write it like a, for a good message? answer? Call <laughs> <laughs> the the universal place where people um, put their um, I guess classified ads is on the last stall of every bathroom. Yeah, it's right, uh, right next ne- right next to all the poetry. Uh-huh. Yes. Here right I sat, it. so broken hearted, try to poo, but only farted. Yes, and like swastikas and racial slurs <laughs> and. <laughs> And you, Mikey Mary's is pr- a rat fink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of rat finks, um, let's do our, our first question comes from Grace. Um, and she asks, oh, well, starting nice and soft. Does God right, love Lucifer? Um, I love this question. <laughs> does God love Lucifer? I mean, she gives the additional detail of they were listening to the radio when and that question was asked. But um yeah, does God love Lucifer? Wait, so um, somebody's already answered this? 
I don't know. Probably uh, not. I mean, well, if they did already answer it, it was inadequate because, um, well, and it wasn't us. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, it, it sounds like you an answer to this. Uh, well, I, yeah, I love, I, I love, I just, I just like the question. I do. I just like the question because for me, it comes down to if we recognize the, the all powerful being God creator, if we equate that being with love, then I guess my question is like, are there limits to that love? And so for me, this question sounds like, is there a limit to, to his or its love? I don't want to call God he anymore. It's just doesn't seem just seems too easy but anyways um yeah i like this question because it it asks about the the limitations of god's love so um my answer is maybe i don't understand why it's like such a controversial question though to say that god loves a a show on netflix um (laughs) because if i mean i do think it's okay for him to not like some things on netflix um like cuties. And so he wouldn't like yeah. cuties. Have yeah. you guys heard about that one? No. Which one? Cuties. Uh, it was like supposed to be. Uh, I don't know if they even made it, but it was like about um, like preteen girls dancing and doing like these competitions, these dance competitions, and it was just super problematic. Um, so I think I God would hate that. that. Yeah, I think mm, I, I think did, God I would not that. like that. I but mean, the show we, Lucifer. I mean, that makes the, you might. Might dig that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it clear, because of God's character, we could say Nathan Hope. Yes. Um, the the director. Uh, mm. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, right? Isn't he the one who directs the, the show? Anyway, or Tom Ellis and Lauren German or Leslie Ann Brandt, all these actors who are in Lucifer. Yeah, God loves those people. But does he love the show, the con- concept of the show? Or am I missing? am I missing the question? No, I think you're, that's pretty. It feels like we're like in the right ballpark. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, what's the, what is that show actually based on? Is it, what, uh, who's this Lucifer character? It's based off of the Australopithecine found in the Old Divide Gorge. Her name is Lucy, um, but her full name is Lucy Fur because mm. she was hairy. So it's Lucy Fur, not Lucifer. That's true. Okay. So. Oh, this, that rings a bell. And that's why. Um, we don't She's believe the in evolution. Right. Yeah, we right. and we don't believe in it because it was planted there by the devil. Um, now Clearly. I'm remembering Lucifer is also a name for the devil. Um, well, here's Lucy's the show, the description of the show per the LA Times. Um, it's a drama about the prince of darkness who gets bored in hell and winds up in Los Angeles as a nightclub owner and police hmm. crime consultant. Are we Osteen? Wait, what? Oh, Joel yeah. Osteen. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Nightclub owner and police crime consultant. That's what the description is. God. It's almost like someone who's been following Chris around for the last two decades and finally uh, is doing an expose on his life. Yes, that's me. I'm crime-fighting, nightclub-owning Bible teacher. They miss the Bible teacher part, but I think it's because of the cognitive dissonance um, with the whole Lucifer thing. Chris, I uh, wasn't, please, please, I wasn't equating you with Lucifer as opposed to the person hunting him down. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I love Got you too it. much, bro, to, to, Thank you. to call you that. Oh, like a being of light, I think I'm cool with. Um, yeah. So the answer is maybe? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess um, in, in all seriousness, 
probably, I mean, the, so John, first John four, right. Talks about how, um, let us love one another loves of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not does know not God because God, God is, is love. love. So if God is love, then it would seem silly, um, that there would be God is love, except if an angelic being, um, betrays and works against you. And then he's like, well, no more love. I'm not God anymore. Yep. Now um, because, I'm, now I'm rage. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like to deny an essential quality of who God is. Um, but at the same time, um, like if we if we just dial it down a notch, right? And we ask the question, does God love Hitler? Um, right? Then the answer to that is probably yes. Yeah, if he loves everybody. Yeah. Um, but the, does that mean that God likes all the things that Hitler does or like uh, was not even brought up in the question dude just as he does god love lucifer got it so i'm sticking with sure yep yeah that's good and i do think i mean the the pushback would be like isn't lucifer the enemy of god but that's actually like babylonian myth that there's an equally evil other god um called the devil or whatever it is but wrong um Nope, God loves everybody. Um, it just turns out that probably God knows that Lucifer's not going to change his mind, a.k.a. the devil. Yeah. Um, kind of like when he told us to kill, and by us, I mean, kind of like when he told the Israelites to kill all those Canaanites, right? Mm. He probably loved all those Canaanites, but was like, they ain't going to change. Get them. It's pretty convenient that, it's pretty convenient if uh, you're an entire group and you say God told us to kill this other group. Hmm. Yeah, that's hard. Could you say that? Could you say that for the angels? I don't speak on their behalf, Chris. <laughs> we had a friend who had an angel named Benjamin, who she talked to. I wonder how Benjamin feels about Lucifer. I I had a student who said um, the angel Gabriel used to come and sit in her window uh, at night, and mm. could barely fit in her room because he was so big. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, what would they do? Like literally just sit there and um, it, it would scare her and she would talk to her mom about it. And she's, her mom said, if you're afraid of it and it's too much for you, then you can ask him to leave. And so she asked him to leave and he never came back. Wow. So there's only, how many angels actually <laughs> named? Like, so we know, so Gabriel's one. In the Bible or in anime? Uh, in Michael. the Bible. Gabriel, Michael, um, Uriel. Is there Raphael? I don't, am I just making that up? I think there might be. I think Lionel. <laughs> yes. Um, Chitara. I I think that there is a Mike Trout. <laughs> Mike Trout. <laughs> That's true. Tim Salmon, Mike Trout. Um, if we could get some more um, fish-themed players to hop on the Angels eventually. I'm just ready for Bob Bass. Bob Bass. Bob Bass. <laughs> yes. I'm just ready for Bob Bass. You know, funny story. There was a Bob Bass that I think went to my church. No way. Was his name Bob? No way. Yeah, he Don't was, do we just this. called him. We called him Mr. Terrific. No, he had a tie clip that said Terrific, and he would what? shake your hand, um, and he bro, would that's not a, let you. That's a WWE like wrestling star, bro, Mr. Oh. Terrific. Maybe it was Jim Bass. Jim Bass. I don't know. There's another famous Jim. Another too, Jim um, for Chris. Be in our lineup. Um, but yeah, he would shake your hand, and he wouldn't let you 
into the church unless you answered his question with the word terrific. Um, like, so he was Stop like, how you doing it. today? Um, and you'd be like, oh, I'm good. Um, and then he would like hold your hand and like lean in a little bit closer. And he said, I said, how you doing today? Um, that sounds a lot more threatening than he was. Um, it also sounds like you have secret like handshakes at the front of your church to get in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they and they he directs you over to the closet where the secret underwear is. Um, <laughs> uh, you have a linguistic yeah. gatekeeper. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how heaven works, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to say please, right? And then you're let in. Yes. So, yes, God guys. loves Lucifer yep. um, and and Mr. Terrific. Hey, that gives me a question for you all. Is Go. is Peter waiting by the gates with the book and he just kind of says, hey, come on in or sorry. Hey, where where did that originate? I really actually would love to know like where where that whole concept originated. Like how do you go from on earth Jesus saying I'm going to I'm going to start I'm going to build my church on you to to becoming like the line leader at the front of the gate. Like that, that actually seems like a downgrade, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, it says he says he gives him the keys to the kingdom. And so um, the guy with the keys stands at the front gate. Maybe, but you would imagine by this point he just like outsources the job to one of those no-name disciples like hey Thaddeus I'm bored take these keys Re- find the names in the book <laughs> but what we don't know is that Thaddeus was illiterate so it's really like things are getting backed up at the front gate um, and I'm just more like, Im- I'm just more impressed that you know the name of the no-named disciple that's fantastic <laughs> well, could, could you imagine if, if the because like historically right some of these disciples may have been illiterate like right. they would have just like verbally memorized a scripture um, so could you imagine like I, I sorry Thaddeus if you're listening from heaven um, but let's say Thaddeus is illiterate and he's at the front gate like could people be sneaking in like coming around to the Lamb's Book of Life and being like oh no it's right there Thaddeus it's um, I know it says Wayne Randolph but um, that's definitely me Bob Bass um, it's just the W is silent um, so, so for like then, Christmas he's getting like hooked on phonics programs yes oh poor Thaddeus oh Thad yeah but yeah I think I think it's a combination of that uh, keys to the kingdom thing right and then right. the walls the lamp, gates of New Jerusalem uh-huh, and the still, Lamb's Book of Life so I, I, I hijacked your question then John I was just curious about the you know the origin of, of this thought but back to your question is he really there doing that right mm. yeah so I don't know Chris you've, you've gone a couple times yeah I remember my first trip um, when I went to the celestial plane um, <laughs> I saw Pan um, oh and he was there, um, which at first I thought, oh, man, I was in the wrong religion all along. But then the Lord assured me that um, Pan was a creation of his. Um, and so Pan and I had a good old time. There was a roller coaster, um, but the seatbelts didn't work, but it was fine because it was afterlife. But it turns out if you die in the afterlife, you come back to this life. And then I woke up. So um, there wasn't a Peter, though. It was just Pan with his cute little horns. Did he have um, his loot? He did not have his loot. He had replaced it with a Fender Stratocaster. Yeah. Um, and he yeah. d- did that like delay effect for Christian guitar sound that's in all of those songs with the mm. like the. To let, you, to let you know that it's time to get your emotions ready. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And they cranked the AC down and we went on that roller coaster. Um, but yeah. no, Peter wasn't there. Um, and I'm thinking if if it is a conflagration of um, the keys to the kingdom, which probably is not talking about the afterlife and the 
End Times Book of Life, New Jerusalem. Um, there, if we're if we're going with Revelation, Revelation twenty one and twenty two both say that the gates. No, it's twenty one. Um, say the gates of the city never shut. Yeah. Um, so it seems silly for Peter to be standing there. It kind of seems like the bouncer's already done his work. Unless he's a greeter, like at Walmart. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's it's just I mean, just just come on in. Like we're, the greeters clearly are not there to stop you. They're not there. Like if they like assess that you're a threat, they're not going to do anything either, right? They're just hey, how are you? They're setting the tone. Maybe but Peter if, is just setting the tone. But for if the you afterlife. leave though, Peter's going to check your receipts though and make sure that yes. you're not, not stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know the amethysts in the wall are quite nice, but they need to stay there. They are structurally important people. Is you this just take them out? Is this an overlap with like the he's he's making a list and checking it twice? Is that Ooh. is that actually Peter when you're trying to leave heaven? Mm. Oh. Yeah, why would you want to why would you want to leave with a guy like that looking over your shoulder? You know that's, what I'm saying? That's true. <laughs> with his blue vest and smiley face printed on it. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> hey, hey guys. Uh, kind of building yeah. off that, if I can ask you a question. Um, so uh, I yeah. actually was because of the boredom of the holidays, I was watching the Ten Commandments. And by watching the Ten Commandments, I watched like three minutes of it. Um, and when my dad started snoring, I changed the channel. Um, and so just real quick, you know who played Moses in that? Uh, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. From Let his cold dead hands. Let people go. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I had the wrong quote. <laughs> so I'm thinking then um, of famous biblical characters, um, well, people, figures in the Bible, um, and who would you, if you had to choose somebody, into, um, some famous actor to play them in a new rendition? So I'm going to give you a name, and maybe you can just tell me what you think. Okay. Are so you I'm giving also, us a, a, a Bible name, and then we uh, think of the actor, or are you going to give us an yes, actor? And we yes. Go, oh, I'm oh, giving you oh. the Bible name, and then you think of the actor. Uh, we could do okay. reverse, too, but we'll see. Let's start with an easy one. Um, let's start with Samson. Terry Crews. Who, who but plays he's bald, Aquaman? Oh, he is bald. Because <laughs> I was thinking like The Rock, but th that's a problem. Uh, who, who played Aquaman? Name? Jason Momoa. Jason, that guy. Jason Mimosa. <laughs> it's not Mimosa. Mimosa. Uh, yeah, I'm, okay, well, Terry Crews has worn wigs before. I think it would be amazing to have a Terry Crews um, Samson um, with that freshly trimmed goatee. Oh, we can like do some revisionist biblical history and it's his goatee that has to be long, Ooh. right? And he's got seven braids in his... Um... Goatee. I mm -hmm. like it. I was thinking somebody with luscious locks um, oh, with no. chest hair that's kind of wispy and... Bro, if we're going back to freaking Hasselhoff, I'm I'm starting to be concerned about you. I'm, I'm so just saying, worried. probably should. And if you be say American, Fabio, okay? then that that that's even worse. Ooh, yeah. it could be Fabio. Oh gosh. Ooh. Because he's always were you going with. Were you going with Hasselhoff, John? No, no, of course not. I would you never. son of a flea biscuit eating <laughs> beehive. <laughs> Um, okay, well, what if it's, uh, you know, I realize we're automatically going to barrel-chested men, um, but what if it's like an Orlando Bloom, um, oh. you know, oh. or, or yeah, Ryan or Gosling? Oh. I can, oh. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. Maybe. It has to be like an action movie star, though, I feel like. 
If you're gonna he has kill to be able to push down the job. He has to, yeah, and push down like pillars, bro. Yeah, but he was he was empowered by God. So how much how much more fantastic would it be if you have Steve Buscemi, um, <laughs> Neil Patrick as Harris, Samson, oh. Neil Patrick Harris? I actually had Steve Buscemi as being uh, Peter. I don't know why. But oh, that would be good. I like him as Judas. No, no, no. Oh. So yeah, I was gonna do Judas next. So you're stealing my bit, you. Oh, jerk. oh, oh. <laughs> Never so, mind. So, so let's so let's actually go to Judas then. Um, Make it who'd Judith. Be your, who'd be your Judas? I Ooh. I had Sean Bean. Who's Sean Bean? He plays Baromir. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the one who always Makes dies sense. in the movies. Uh-huh. And he's always kind of like the CD. Well, not always, but he kind of plays the villain a lot oftentimes. So he might be mine. Uh-huh. Oh, I like, I like the idea of a Rupert Grint. Um, Judas. Um, he's the guy who plays Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter films. Oh. oh, oh. If we, but all I if see we, is Ron Weasley, though. And how can exactly. he betray the Lord? <laughs> but he didn't then betray Harry get, Potter. So how would he... De- okay. It's the, it's the meta connection of, like, Rupert Grint, Ron Weasley, Weasel, Judas. Oh. Right? Wow. And then afterwards, you're like, I should have seen this all along. Okay. Yeah. I can buy with that. I think this this actor would be put like too old for for this, but I think he would play a fantastic um, snitch. <laughs> but Willem Dafoe, mm, yeah, I can see that. Because I feel like he would sell he would sell the torment, the how he really felt like he was doing the right thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. That's a good one. Um, okay, so here's a third one. So we have, we've done Samson, we've done Judas, um, Jonah. Mm. Oh. The, the racist prophet. Can I give you mm. two possible ones that I thought of? Yeah. Yes. Um, one I have is Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he has like that whiny voice. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that uh, I, I honestly only know him from stand-up comedy and Iago, the the bird in Aladdin. Those yeah. are like the only movies I know him from. Uh, and he that's was, a, and wasn't he wasn't he fired because he said something racial or problematic? Like he was the voice oh. of Affleck for a while, wasn't he? Or something? Oh, was he? Yeah, he was like some voice, and then he, he got fired for um, something he had said. That makes a lot of sense. My second mm. one, uh, and rest in peace to this actor if he was still alive, um, Alan Rickman. Mm. Not unfamiliar. Uh, Snape, Snape from Harry Potter. Oh, oh, Professor Snape. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go with Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, she would make such a good, good Jonah. Oh, that's. Um, I think that's the front runner. Yeah, because she has that like whiny voice too. You know, like uh, do I have like yeah? Do I have to go? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I do. I also think, though, that like the book of Jonah has that. It's kind of a twist, right? Because if you're reading it the first time, you're like, oh, Jonah's running, but you don't know it's because he's a racist until the end. And so, Mm. what if it's like someone who you can think, oh, poor guy, God's backing him into a corner. And then, like, um, I know that this is probably just because you said Roseanne Barr, but I'm thinking John Goodman. (laughs) Um, Like, I can imagine John Goodman being like a. A good-natured man yeah. dipping down into the boat, um, mm. but then at the end he's like evil. Mm. Yeah. I like That's that. I think I just want to see Roseanne get swallowed by a fish. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, can I proffer up one more? Um, there ain't nothing more. wrong Do with it. that. You guys made me say it. 
And if you have another one um, you want to suggest, you can, of course. But let's do, because we haven't done a female one yet. Um, let's say the Mary, the mother of, m- mother of Jesus. Mary, mother of Jesus. Did Dude. we do this recently? And Could then Wayne... Yeah, I think I asked if she was hot or not, and then we were like, "Oh, don't, don't we? We can say that." And and then John admitted having a crush on Mary and confession. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole mess. I'm still doing um, from that. So, um, but you know, who, we're gonna go who, there. I th- I actually think. Um, oh no, I'm wrong. I just looked it up. I'm not gonna say what I actually thought because I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was thinking that uh, Betty White play? would probably play Sarah, Abraham's wife. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> or, I was not, I was not feeling Mary. <laughs> or Elizabeth, uh, Mary's sister. Um, but then, I was, for some reason, I keep thinking of Zoe Deschanel as being Mary. Oh. Uh, she's so I sweet. See that. Yes. Like, kind of the, yeah. But that's almost like too comedic. Like, she's so comedic, though. I don't know if yeah. that would... D- the... Actually, the woman who played Mary Magdala in Passion of Christ, Monica Bellucci. Okay. I for what that's what I was gonna say is I, I can't I can't un I can't get her picture out of my mind. Uh, but I had her attached to Sounds Mary. Sounds like a personal problem. Whoa. <laughs> I, what I meant what I meant by that was like I had her attached as Mary, like the mother of Jesus in the movie, but it was Mary Magdala. But for whatever yeah. reason, when I think Mary, I think that actress, mm. Monica mm. Bellucci. What about Fran Drescher? Is she too old to be Mary? Too Is she squeaky. the voice with the very yeah. the nanny, the nanny. Man, that would Jesus give, get that down would from give. that cross. What are you doing up there? Why'd you let? Why would you play with those kids in the first place? Yes, because like, could you imagine Mary's Magnificat? Um, her like hymn that she sings after finding out she's pregnant, oh, oh, sung by Fran Drescher. No, don't do it. It would be so good. Bless uh, my soul glorifies the Lord. <laughs> Uh, hey, wait, because of your reverse one, um, Antonio Banderas, who, who, would, who would he play? Who would he be in the Bible? Uh, I think he would be um, Joseph of the Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, Ooh. so he like gives like these smoldering looks as he's being mm-hmm. sold into slavery. and then Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And it, it makes sense that the, the was it the Pharaoh's wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she would like swoon after him and try to, yeah. And, that's a good and one. Pharaoh's wife would be played by Selma Hayek. Oh, not Pharaoh's oh. wife, Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's well, wife. Well, yeah, Potiphar's we can. Right. Yeah, I was, I was going to say David actually, and uh, Selma can still play somebody's wife in that story as well. But Ooh. I think Antonio would 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 play a, a sexy Dick King David. He could he put would. he could put, he could put a little uh, little sex appeal on on the King David. That's good, and and then the old prophet um, Samuel would be played by Dan Aykroyd. Um, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Or there was the second generation prophet Nathan who like called him out on the whole Bathsheba thing, and so that face could probably be a little younger. Um, I think because I saw Mask of Zorro recently, I just have Banderas and um, Hopkins put together. Oh, okay. I like Banderas, for yeah. sure. Got it. And then Catherine Zeta-Jones um, could play yes. King Saul. <laughs> yes, yeah, that works. I was going to say Bathsheba, but sure, yeah, Saul. That works. 
Awesome. Hey guys, um, I have a question um, that I get asked almost all the time by high schoolers. Um, this is a little bit that we're going to call Pharisee's Corner. Um, because in Matthew chapter five, Jesus drops this line, um, and he says, um, that your, your righteousness needs to surpass that of the Pharisees. Um, and then he goes into a whole like list of, you've heard it said, but I say, you've heard it said, but I say, which kind of seems like it's pointing to this concept that, um, like the Pharisees, they consistently ask the question, is it a sin to blank and then jesus wants to revolutionize it but i think that we give the pharisees too hard of a time um and i think that we need to play in their space a little bit um in order to understand where they were coming from so um on yahoo answers there are some is it a sin to questions that i found fairly fascinating so um we're gonna we're gonna play pharisees um and um do is it a sin to ready Mm -hmm. let's go all right is it a sin to grind slash dance how we dance today? I'm in eighth grade, and it's kind of hard not to. That's all people do at parties. Uh, Wonderful. Hey. I was actually going to ask, is it a sin not to? So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that their head's in the right spot. Hey, uh, do, you, do you all remember the song? Chris, it was probably when we were in high school. And it went like, um, like they, they shot out in the song, like, we are dancing real close. It's been real slow or something like that. You're making it hard yeah. for me. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> my pony. No, no, it's a my different one. Oh, oh, no, that's a different one. one. Whoa. Oh, no. That's a different one. Like, oh, yeah. Grinding. I'm so excited. Baby, when we're grinding. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, how I like it. Try, try but I can't, can't find it. Ooh, yeah. you're dancing real close. Yeah, that one. Um, anyways. Wow. I'm glad I so, didn't yes. go to school with y'all. <laughs> that's, that's. Because um, you can't sing. That's the worship yeah. <laughs> song of hedonism. Yes. Um, is it a sin? Is it a sin to dance like that? Uh, sure. Yes. Does it lead to naughty thoughts? Does it, does it make you? Does it make you wanting? Does it make you want some naughty things? Is, uh, is poking at the the watering hole? I think. Wait, okay. So what is so the devil got, doing? So you've got an eighth grade couple, um, yeah. and they're and they're starting to dance. Um, at first, like it's, you know, the intro song of like, celebrate good times, come on. So they're doing that. And so it's just like playful dancing, uh-huh. but then pony comes on, right? Yeah. Is that genuine? Yeah, no, sure. I don't am know. I, am okay. I a chaperone at this party, Chris? <laughs> um, you're no, you're the Holy spirit. Um, and uh, you need to tell um, him whether or That's not no it's a sin. Now, no, no, no. We we're stand we're the teachers that are there with spray bottles and a flashlight and yes. we're shining on them he, saying back Chris, up. Wait, John, wait, he oh, said he say. said that we were the Holy Spirit. So yeah. no, clearly. we're Pharisees. They have to be there. Oh, we're there okay. To when condemn. you said spray bottles, I was thinking like spray bottles for cleanup um, or something. <laughs> oh gosh, no! Um, holy water, holy water. Okay, no, holy only water, for punishment spray bottles. and holy disciplining. Good. Okay, so let's say this junior higher. Let's see, who's this user? Um, the James. user is oh, okay, it's Kylie Bear. Um, so Kylie Bear asked, this, this was asked a decade ago, by the way. So Kylie Bear is an adult now. Um, so Kylie Bear um, is thinking about grinding with his or her partner, because Kylie, I guess, could go either way. It's probably a girl. Um, they're, they're about to grind. But let's say that, like, as they're grinding, they have an intelligent conversation um, about their fantasy football league. Like, and it's just the move. It's just the, the smashing of two genital areas together. Um, or two, I, as I call them, naughty, bad, bad areas. Um, mm. 
but it's just, it's like a dance. It's part of the ritual. Um, but then they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, did you get Drew Brees? Yeah, I got Drew Brees. Oh my gosh, I think I'm going to win this season. That That's the conversation. Is it a sin to do that? Yeah, actually, it's it's. I think it's written in the Bible somewhere that um, genitals have to be a hand's breadth apart um, at all times. Uh, so, <laughs> Did you say hand's breadth? Hand's breadth. Oh, breath. breath apart. Ah, uh, yeah. thank you. I, I, I yeah, like thanks. one. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Your hand out like gotcha. That. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I didn't hear the D. Yeah, got it. Yeah, because that's that's the amount of space that the Holy Spirit needs to operate in between About two a people. Hands breadth. Yeah, good. Okay, when I was in Christian school and people would pull the uh, save room for the Holy Spirit line, I would um, retort with the Holy Spirit lives in my heart, um, which then would indicate. Something. All right. Is it a sin to <laughs> backflip off Mount Everest while holding a baby? This comes from anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Oh. Uh, no, it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, the, the, the top answer on this one is um, from Yahoo Answer user Precious, who says doing a backflip is a sin. If you spin <laughs> forward into a somersault when you jump off Mount Everest and cradle a baby carefully, you should be fine. Mm. Um, actually, and, and sanctified. Flip. Any sort of flip, any sort of flip is actually a sin because you're showing God your buttocks and you cannot show God your backside. And so I'm going to say it's sinful regardless. I just think that that sucks because God can show us his backside, but we can't, he can't see ours. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. I was going to say the same thing. Um, But but who are we to show God our backside? That's true. Uh, I guess unless, unless, unless we are receiving a, um, a disciplinary punishment. Mm, he bends he bends us over his divine lap and gives us a word. Hey, but John, of of the three of us though, I would hope that it would be Chris with his bidet clean butt that's gonna be that's true. That's gonna that be exposing true. that area. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know I, so, I guess if you bidet first it, it's not sinful, maybe. That's yeah. true. Okay. Oh. That's good. Um but you So it addendum onto, to the Everest? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everest uh, is just there. <laughs> Everest is there. Everest is fine. Um, or isn't there like a local word for it? Everest was the the name that Westerners put uh, on it. Djibouti? That's it. Mount Djibouti. Um, expose your booty. Cradle the baby safely. You should be fine. All right, last one. Um, this one doesn't even ask if it's a sin to. It just says why. But um, <laughs> why is it a sin to be cremated from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user? Oh. Hey, before we get to that, I just looked up the name for Everest. What is it? Chomolungma. Which means mother, goddess of the world. Chomolungma. You owe me five bucks, Chris. You're welcome. Chomolungma. Yep. Hey, uh, okay, so back to the question of cremation, right? Why is it a sin? I didn't know it was a sin to cremate your body, but let's go with the why is it a sin. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? In the beginning, friends... When God made the beings, he said they were good. He didn't say burn those fools. That's true. So I'm going to stick with in the beginning, it's good. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. But isn't there a verse that says we come from dust and to dust we shall return? Mm. If we're being cremated, aren't we returning to dust? Well, but you're taking the power of God into your own hands. Mm. Um, you need to allow his natural processes that he created um, to convert you into dust, a.k.a. worms and beetles and stuff. It just says, Decomposers. Ecclesiastes 3.20 just says, 
all go to the same place, all come from dust, and to dust all return. Okay. Doesn't say anything about well, who who ushers us to that place. Well, okay, but the um, for the like for our rapture um, theorist friends out there, um, it says that for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Um, for we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will no by no means precede those who are asleep. The Lord will descend, trumpet, archangel, blah, 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 blah. Um, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Could you imagine how embarrassing the rapture would be if all of your other friends raise in their bodies and then you're just a, you're just a puff of ash, right? Um, like everybody's coming up to heaven and they're like pseudo decomposed bodies, but you're just a cloud of ash. <laughs> Which and is sad you, because you were really just trying to hedge your bets that hell was real. And so you were like, I'm just going to beat them to the punch and just burn everything right up front. Yeah. And what if you were cognizant while you were in this like pile of ash and you thought you're being raptured, <laughs> but you're actually being sucked up into a vacuum because <laughs> you're yes, because your urn fell on the floor. Oh, yes. Um, and then but then eventually. Um, uh, when you're kicking it in the landfill right next to those Furbies um, who will also be raised from the dead someday um, and the rapture comes, you and the Furbies ascend together out <laughs> of the trash heap um, and meet the Lord so in the sky. are we saying wait, 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 wait because I, I, I have been just anti-rapture stuff for a long time but I think it's starting to make sense are we saying the rapture is actually, it's just the cleanup after all of the restoration process that the idiots who decided to go to dust, the, the great vacuum cleaner in the sky is just going to suck them all up? Is that, is that really where this came from? The great swifter in the sky. Yep. The great <laughs> swifter in the sky. I, I see it more like a, um, you know, when you need to like vacuum up, because I think of the, the new heaven and the new earth when God fixes it at all. Your cup is so noisy, Wayne. Oh, sorry. Um, it's, it's down to the last sip. It's good. Could you give us one good slurp so we can get some clean audio, John? Um, please be quiet so that way we can get, um, wait, wait, one more time so that people can use it as their ringtone. Okay, three, two. That was thank. Was that the rapture? That, is that, that what the rapture is going to sound like? <laughs> he just raptured the last couple of dots um, oh. from that cup. Um, but uh, I see it more like God's epic cleanup is that is when He restores everything, and so the rapture when He sucks all the dust up into the air um, is Him like lifting the couch. You know what I mean? So He can like yeah. clean things up, <laughs> and then He'll like drop the dust. Oh. So uh, we're all and we're all just. Back down. Are you saying we're all just cosmic dust bunnies, Chris? Hmm. Waiting to be Thank sucked you. up. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our program. Um, we we hope you en- enjoyed and you learned something today. Um, if you if you enjoyed this and learned something, please 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 um, tell your friends about us um, and um, subscribe to, on your favorite podcatching app and write a review um, and leave one if you like us. If you don't like us, please don't leave a review. Um, and that's um, going to do it for us this week. I'm Christopher Seals, um, and today I learned that Fran Drescher would be the ideal um, Mary Mother of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am John Bennett, and I learned that Mount Everest's other name is Chomolungma. Mm. Chomolungma? <laughs>
And I am Pastor Wayne, and I learned today that I am nothing more than an eternal dust bunny. This has been Spiritual on Direction, reminding you that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Trident Beats for our intro and outro music. Also, thanks, you Gregorian monks. Yeah.